I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family, and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines, but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. Hey, hey, welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. I am your host, Master Coach Michelle Grosser. So grateful you're here with us today. On this mini-sode, we're going to talk about something that I think is really interesting today, and it's also really helpful to keep in mind. But before we jump in, I just wanted to invite you and ask if you could leave a five-star rating and a review for the show, if you haven't done so already. If you have, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, And if you haven't, it really just takes a second. Scroll down in the app, hit five-star rating, and then if you could just write a short review, maybe just talk about something that you learned in the last episode or your favorite episode or what you really enjoy about the podcast. It would mean so much to me. It really helps get the show out there to other moms like you who um, just need this community and need this encouragement because I know we all do. 
Uh, so thank you so much. If you've left a five-star rating and a review, and if you haven't, and you could do so right now, just hit pause, go, I'll take 30 seconds. It really means so much to me. So grateful for you. Thank you guys. Let's get at it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about three requirements of change. And I know that very often change can be a touchy subject. I think some of us think of ourselves as more adaptable or more able to handle change, maybe with fluidity or a certain level of resilience. And then there's others of us that might have it in our minds that we're really not good with change and change is really uncomfortable and we prefer things to stay in the status quo. And I get all of that. And today we're going to talk about how we want, how we're able to create lasting change that we want. Because there's things, the reality is whether we think we're good at it or not, there are things that every single one of us wants to change, or at least there should be, right? We are continuously evolving and growing beings. Like life is a journey. Motherhood is a journey. We never arrive. It's never like we take it off and we're like, done. I am the world's, you know, most conscious, perfect mother. Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way, right? So there's always things we want to be changing, always ways we want to be growing, always methods that we want to be tweaking. But so often we have these ideas and we have these goals, but we can't really put it into practice. We can't really create that lasting change that we want to see. So today's a mini-sode. I'm going to quickly go through three requisites of change, um, three things that we got to be doing if we want to create lasting change in our lives, which you all want to do, right? Ain't nobody got time to just be spinning their wheels and not seeing um, the fruit of our labor, right? Not seeing the change that we want to see. I want your change to be effective. I want it to be apparent and I want it to be, um, you know, the change that you're wanting to see. So number one, what's the first thing we got to do if we want to see change? We've got to let go. We've got to let go. You got to let go of what doesn't serve you in order to create space to introduce something new. We just got to do it. So that can be in your habits, right? That can be in your mindset. That can be a lot of the work that I do. It's so powerful to have these somatic releases because we are literally letting go and releasing emotions and energy that is trapped in our body, right? Emotions and energy that are trapped in our body that are taking up space. They might be months, years, decades old that are taking up space and they're not serving us anymore. They're not serving us anymore, but they're causing us anxiety and they're causing us overwhelm and they're causing us burnout. And it's time to release that somatically, right? Release that energy that's stuck in your body so you can introduce something new. Because a lot of times that stuck energy in your body, those stuck emotions in your body, right? Because that's what emotions are, energy in motion. It really stops you from moving forward. It makes people feel stuck. If you feel stuck in any area of your life, right, there might be some trapped emotion and trapped energy in your body that really needs to be released and let go so that you can introduce something new, right? Move toward what it is that you want to introduce, whatever the new thing is that you want to be implementing, feeling, thinking, all of the things. So that's the somatic release. And then there's also a sort of training that we can do with our bodies, right, to shift and release from those different states. So if we're in a state of overwhelm, we want to have tools to be able to use in our bodies, right? To be able to shift our nervous system from being in a state of overwhelm to being in a state of calm and control, right? If we're in a state of anxiety, we do want to be able to have tools that we can use somatically so that our nervous system in just a couple minutes can shift from anxiety to a place of peace, to a place of calm. 
So first we've got to let go. We got to make space um, because we can't really introduce anything new until we've made a space for it. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns, and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two minute personality patterns quiz. Number two. Number two is we got to define. We have to clearly define what it is that we want to experience, right? Instead of focusing on what we don't want to experience. So we have to get clear on identifying, you know, how do I want my motherhood to look? How do I want my marriage to look and feel? How do I want to feel in my body? What do I, what kind of energy do I want to have, right? Um, how do I want to communicate with the people that are important to me in my life? How do I want to be able to show up? in my business or in my workspace, like getting really clear on what it is that we want to experience. It's not what we don't want to experience. It's getting really clear on what we want to experience. What are the emotions that I want to feel more of? What are the habits I want to feel more of, right? Um, for really analyzing, reflecting, and then getting clear on what it is you want to experience is really key. And then third is that after we've let go and we've made space, after we've clearly defined what it is that we do want to experience, then the real work starts. And then we've got to take action. We have to come up with a plan and then take the action. Take that aligned action towards whatever it is, the goal, the intention, the habits that we've set. It always is going to require action, right? We can know all the things, we can make the space, we can figure out how we want to feel. But if we just continue doing the same things, or if we don't do anything new, right, then nothing's going to change. This is something that we all we all innately understand. Action is mandatory. Action is mandatory for change. Um, and without affirmative action, just change isn't going to occur, right? It's not going to occur for us. It's not going to occur for those around us. So when we combine these three states, um, these three requirements for change, letting go, making space, right? Making space, maybe it's margin in your calendar. Maybe it's making space literally in your body, releasing energy, releasing emotion, so you have space to fill it with something new that is in alignment with how you want to feel. And then getting clear on what it is that you actually want to replace, what you've made space with, what do you want to fill yourself up with, what is it that you want to experience. And then third is taking action. It's taking aligned action 
towards the goals, towards towards the intentions that you've set. And we've talked a lot about actions that we can take. So I thought this would be really cool today to just kind of talk about like, okay, Michelle, I do want to put into place, let's say, better, you know, regulation skills when my kids, when I, when I feel triggered by my kids, or I do want to incorporate better communication. You know, I listened to the episode on nonviolent communication and I really want to change the way that I communicate with my partner or the way that I communicate with my kids. Great. I've given you guys all of these different tools in this podcast, but if you're finding that you're having a hard time actually changing, let go of what's not serving you, let go of what's not working, get really clear on what you want to experience, and then take the action that I recommend in those podcast episodes, and you're going to find that you start to see change occur. Appreciate you guys so much believing that as we become more aware and intentional about the things in our life that we want to change and grow because they're ever there, right? They're always there and and inviting us to do so, um, that we're just going to start to see changes in our mental state, changes in our emotional state, changes in our nervous system state and really growth uh, personally and in our relationships and all around us. So exciting stuff. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Have a good one. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.